0: Peace, love, and light, family. Welcome to the and another episode on next generation hope, where we bring hope to the next generation. Especially in these times that we live in, we need to be aware and awake. And as most people say, woke. Okay, so this is what this is what I do here on this platform. I try to teach and educate people, especially our youth. On what's going on, keep them aware of what's happening today. As Dr. Phil Valentine so beautifully put, children are the flowers of the future. And if you don't know who that brother is, you better look him up. If you know who Dr. Phil is, but don't know who Dr. Phil Valentine is, something wrong. Okay, so you that's what he said the flowers, the children are the flowers of the future. So we need to prepare our children, prepare our youth. For what's coming so they can know the steps of how to better, better humanity and know how to um, control their own power, control their own destiny. So that's what I do here on this platform. And one of the things that I will be talking about today is one of the most controversial topics of our time, which is vaccines, okay? Some people are very afraid to even touch on the topic vaccines. Some of us don't know much about it. Some of us are um, afraid. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to touch a little bit on vaccines, but mainly the flu shot, okay? And I titled uh, this podcast, a Misconception of the Flu Shot, as a lot of us are aware, unaware of the dangers of the flu shot, this uh, this flu shot that we walk in and we line up to get every single year without ever questioning uh some of these some of its ingredients, the side effects behind it, um, and even uh the basis behind what is the flu. Okay, so that's some of the things I'm gonna be talking about, and um, I just list it out for you. So right now we're gonna talk about uh, what is the flu, the basis behind the flu shot some of the ingredients in the flu shot and why people get the flu around this time of year and some of the alternatives that you can do to combat the flu. Okay. So we have something here that I'm going to touch on. It's called nature's flu shots. I actually juice them and I stock up on it and, you know, to boost the immune system. And, you know, some of us, we have grandmothers that, you know, turn to your grandmother for some of these ancient remedies that we use before there was even a flu shot. Okay. So this is what we need to be using. And I'm going to touch on that when we talk about the alternatives. Okay. And uh keep them, I want to uh, make people aware that this is the last day for uh the last day of the month for vaccine injury month. Okay, so I want to dedicate this podcast to everyone, all those who have family members and who was who wasn't were um injured by these deadly concoctions that's in these vaccines. Okay, so we a lot of us are unaware of some of the uh side effects and what it does to the human body. You know, it leaves people severely impaired. Okay, some of us some people have Uh, A lot of us have died from these uh, deadly concoctions. So I want to dedicate this episode to everyone who's been affected by uh, vaccines, family members from afar who have been affected by vaccines. So I want to dedicate this episode to um, Vaccine Injury Month. And also I want to dedicate this episode to my late grandmother. Uh, She is the one who first introduced this topic to my family. Uh, so I really want to thank her on that. She uh, first in, uh, introduced our family to the book, Vaccines Are Dangerous, by uh, the, the intelligent brother, Curtis Kors, And we're going to talk about his book a little bit, too. So I just want to um, give those dedications out there. Okay, so first, we're going to talk about what is the flu? The flu is a minor condition. I wanna make everyone aware of that. The flu is a minor condition. It is a defense mechanism as the body is under attack from an overload of toxins present in the body. Okay, so anytime there's an overload of toxins in the body, the body is going to work hard to expel it. And as I said before, if anyone tuned into my last lecture, the body does ne- never wants to self-destruct. It is always working hard to keep you at your optimum health. So, what this means is that in any sign of attack, the immune system is going to uh act upon anything that's invading, and what happens is it uses its eliminated channels, which is uh your uh the the throat, the nose the ears, to uh eliminate. Mucus, And that's why one of the symptoms from the flu and the cold is a sore throat. Okay, so the body is actually doing what it's supposed to do. But we've been made to believe that when these things happen, we are sick or we are ill. Yeah, we're not ourselves, but we just we're not at ease. And that's the mean, that's if you break down the word disease, you put a little dash in between the S and the E and it's dis when your body is not at ease. Okay, so this is uh, nothing to be afraid over and it's not a terminal dis-ease. Okay, you can get rid of it. Uh, usually a person gets over it within 7 to 10 days. Okay, no more than that. If a person is taking care of themselves properly, um, if they put themselves on a natural diet. Okay. So as holistic practitioners, we teach people, um, how to live preventatively where you won't get the flu or any other diseases. Okay. So once you put yourself or once you, um, understand how the body works, you'll understand that we are the cause of our own demise. Okay. We, um, we make ourselves sick, we lower our immune defense by the foods we eat, the lack of exercise um, some inv- uh, some environmental factors, okay, so we have to understand how disease manifests in the body and one of the most um one of the things that a lot of people believe in is the germ theory, and I'll break it down a little bit um, if a person is around you and they're coughing and they're coughing and they'll say, "Oh." two days later some you get sick or you start sniffing and they're like oh you gave me you this person made me sick because they're coughing or whatever what well, the person didn't make you sick what happens is if that person is coughing and you happen to sniffle two days later you are the perfect host for that organism uh, that disease organism to thrive in okay so it's you that's already had a weakened immune system. If a person is well and had a strong immune system, you could be around the sickest person and not get sick. Okay, so this is all up to you to keep yourself healthy, to keep your immune system high and strong, and um, defending against um invaders that invader cells that come in the body when you know. It makes you sick or whatever um, comes your way. Pardon me. Whatever happens or whatever comes your way. So we have to um, really understand disease and uh, you know how you have the power of your own health. Okay, and that's what we teach as holistic practitioners how how to heal yourself and the power that you hold. There's nothing outside of you that's more powerful than you. So I want everyone to really you know understand that. Okay, another thing that we're going to talk about. Is the basis behind the flu shot. Okay, so I want to make this statement. The flu vaccine is the only vaccine given annually. Okay, that's the only vaccine that's given every single year. Okay, the claims behind this is each year the CDC uh, claims that um, there's a new strain of flu in whatever year and every time that we're in so they quote unquote design a new flu vaccine to combat this year's flu okay so being going back to saying that the this the flu vaccine is the only vaccine given annually if you understood that there are no strains and if one looks at the symptoms behind each strain in the common flu you'll understand it mirrors itself and i challenge anyone to go on google look up Strains of the flu, each strain, and compare it to the common flu. You'll see that the symptoms mirror each other. Now, if you knew that, and they and they bank on see the media banks on our ignorance because they know we're not going to do the research. So again and again, they can get over on us on um the flu strain on in this hoax that they have prop uh, the propaganda behind it. So if we understood that there are no strains. We wouldn't be lining up every single year to get a flu shot because the basis behind getting one vaccine is that what it protects you for a lifetime. So, this is how they came up and duped the public into getting the flu vaccine each year. So, uh, due to them saying that, or due to the CDC and other agencies saying that there is a new flu strain out, you know, you need this flu sh- uh, shot strain for this year so you can have the virus in your body to protect against it and uh you know wait for it to kick in and you know etc etc so we have to understand that each uh the, the symptoms behind each strain and the common flu mirrors each other so in my honest opinion i believe there are no strains i believe the strains was a hoax like i said to create it to get people to line up Four flu shot every year, so people would think that you know they need to get uh, this year 's flu shot to protect against this year 's strain, so you have the falsehood that you are protected okay, so this is uh one of the basis behind the flu shot. just a little touch on that, okay, so you know we have to be we have to understand and understand um the powers that be and how they use images and different wordplay to uh fool us into. Uh, Just blindly believing them. Okay, so always question anything, and that's why I said I challenge anyone to go on Google and look up the symptoms behind each uh, strain and the common flu. Compare it in your notes. We have to start critically thinking. Okay, no one should think for us. You have to think for yourselves. Okay, we walk around with little computers in our pockets day in and day out. No one does research. Okay, and they bank on this, so we must. We must stay up, stay woke, as people say. So. You know, that's one of the things that I really wanted to touch on. Okay, so another another part portion of this, we're gonna get into why people get the flu around this time of year. Before I start, I want to recommend a very uh powerful book by the brother Curtis Kors. It's called Vaccines Are Dangerous you don't have this book you are slacking (laughs) this book is so powerful it came out in the early 90s he goes in not only about vaccines but he talks about many other powerful topics such as hiv and cancer and um diabetes but he really goes in on this book so anyone who uh needs the book you can go on his website www.vaccinesaredangerous.com or you can hit the brother up On Facebook, I know his Facebook name is Curtis Cost. But if anyone doesn't have this book, you need to get it right now. That book is real powerful. All right, I bring this brother up because uh, he made—he's one of the first, if not only of that I'm aware of—that he made the connection of why people get the flu this time of year, and he um, put the holidays with the flu. So I'll break it down. Um, of what uh, the brother was saying. So the CDC, they uh, claim that there is a quote unquote flu season and that flu season that they claim is between November and March. So there's a lot of things happening between these, uh these months. Okay. So right now today is Halloween. So what's going on on Halloween? A lot of candy eating, whole bunch of candy eating with adults and children, which what lowers the immune function you got all that sugar some of them have dairy in it some of them have eggs in it all of these things lowers your immune system which makes you a perfect host for the flu okay then you have next you have thanksgiving another holiday with foods that lowers the immune system more meats more dairy cheeses all of these things uh lowers our immune function next you have christmas more food that lowers the immune system, okay, you have new year's alcohol, uh more foods again, that lowers the immune system, okay, and I believe the holiday in between that between New year's and March, I'm not too sure when Good Friday is or when Easter is, but Easter is what um April first, but um it's between November and March, so we're just gonna stick to Halloween, Thanksgiving. Christmas and New Year's. All of these holidays have what in common? White sugar, all refined foods, dairy, meat, alcohol, all of these foods lower your immune system drastically. Okay, and what happens is when the seasons change, you are more liable to get the flu and any other um, common uh cold or pneumonia if you eat a poor diet you know as holistic practitioners uh, we try we uh, educate people on fasting when the seasons change okay it is, uh, when the seasons change we don't we have to start changing our eating when the seasons change so if uh, if it's changing from summer to winter what to do now you have to fast you have to prepare your body into the next season start eating more greens juicing of the greens juicing of the fruits and vegetables uh more grains um higher vitamin d higher uh calcium you know so we uh but we don't do that we continue to eat the same and in turn this makes uh, uh the body uh more susceptible to the flu okay so that's a, a powerful correlation between holidays and getting the flu. And this is uh why this is this could be the reason why the CDC has uh made this the flu season. Okay, this is no mistake that the flu season is from November and March. Look at what look at what we're doing between these months. Okay, so we have to look at that that is um uh, a uh, very powerful to look at as to um the correlation between why people get the flu and the holidays, um the foods that we eat will lower your immune function, where you can and will, you possibly can get the flu. Okay, and another um, fun fact that I wanna point out is according to the CDC, we, they have a high risk group thing. Okay, so each vaccine has a high risk group associated with it and each vaccine, not even, not just a flu shot, but with each vaccine is high risk groups include infants, small children, elderly, 65 and over, and individuals with a compromised immune system. So could it be that the flu is nothing more than uh, the foundation of a person's immune system of why they get sick or not and not just um, another aspect of it of something that you're catching? Okay, so we know that infants, when they're born, their immune systems are, are weak because they have not fully developed yet. Okay, we know that uh small children, their immune systems are not fully uh fun, uh, sh- uh fun, um put together yet so and then with the elderly, their immune systems are low because they are much older in age, and over time, our immune systems um need an extra boost as we get older. Um, especially if you're on a poor foods diet, you can have, you, I mean, keep in mind going back on elderly, there's elders that are 75 and healthy and strong, stronger than most of young adults. It's all about what you um, eat and how you live. Okay. You choose your own demise. So you can be 75 and look 25 and that's exactly how it's supposed to be. Okay, and then also you have we touched on individuals with a compromised immune system. Okay, like I said, this the the flu is nothing more than um eating poor diet and having a low functioning immune system, whereas you're the perfect perfect host for that diseased organism to thrive in. So this, if you look, like I said, if you look at the high risk groups, you'll notice that it's um each high risk group is associated with each vaccine. Which is why, uh, sorry, pardon me, uh, each high-risk group is associated with each vaccine. Specifically, we're talking about the flu shot. And I'll repeat it again. High-risk groups are infants, small children, elderly 65 and over, and children with a compromised immune system. Okay, so the flu, uh, when you get the flu, or if you get the flu, is based upon one's immune function, Okay, not a, a virus that you catch or, or anything that you catch that's outside of you. Okay, so that, that was very important to point out there. Okay. All right, one of the things that we're going to talk about is something. some of the deadly concoctions that they use to make the flu shot. Some of it's ingredients. Okay, and this is, um, I want everyone to pay attention that this is really important. So first, I'm going to talk about, we're going to name the ingredients. You have mercury, which is also um, known as thimerosal. Human and animal cells, which they use human DNA from monkeys, uh, pigs, uh, horses, and they also use aborted fetal tissue. I'm gonna repeat that aborted uh, feted tissue. This is what you're injecting into you and your children. Okay, they use formaldehyde, egg proteins, gelatin, polysorbate eighty. Let's see, and uh, also they uh, use uh, MSG, which is monosodium glutamate. So these are some of the deadly um, ingredients. That they use in vaccines, um, in particular the flu shot, and this is what we're injecting into our bodies, uh, when we get uh the vaccine. So I'm gonna touch a little bit on um mercury. I believe is it mercury, or oh, also aluminum is in on um, these vaccines. So aluminum, so uh, mercury, I believe is one is the second known toxin to man, and the number one is. Plutonium, please fact check me on that. I believe it's plutonium that is the number one known toxin known to man, Mercury being the next now we all know uh some of us know the dangers of mercury we have mercury filled thermometers if it's if you drop it and break it, you're supposed to call the poison control immediately, okay, so if anyone is agreeance as to in as to why mercury is put in vaccines. <laughs> This is insanity. Okay, so this is a a, a a highly toxic this is a highly toxic substance that we put in um in vaccines and the in the light of vaccines and they and, and what uh, they have communities pro and anti-vaxxers. And a lot of pro will tell you that where they only put a tiny amount. There's no such thing as a small amount of poison. Okay. A small amount of poison can do the most damage as well. Okay. And um, I'm going to touch on a little bit. Someone brought to my attention of uh, mercury and aluminum, the reactions behind that. Okay. So with mercury and aluminum working side by side, if this is the argument from pro they're saying that tiny a dose it doesn't really affect. Well, when you combine aluminum and mercury, it allows for the mercury to cross through the blood-brain barrier, and uh, instead of two times two or equals four, now it's two times two equals eight, and now it has um, exacerbated the function, or I'm sorry, the effects of mercury, which uh, causes autism. Okay, and now please cop the book. Like I said, vaccines are dangerous. As he compares the uh, mercury poisoning to autism, and it mirrors each other. Okay, so that's very important to understand that. Yes, it may it may very well be a tiny dose amount, but once you combine aluminum and mercury together, it's a disaster. It it's a a a, a co- combination for destruction. Okay, so I just wanted to make point that out there. You also have formaldehyde. Uh, formaldehyde. Um, a lot of them. They say that it's present in our foods. It's present in pears. Uh, it's already present in the body. Well, okay, that very well may be so. Actually, it is so. Uh, but the problem is the the um the entrance in the body that formaldehyde makes when you inject when you inject formaldehyde directly into the blood. It actually incites. The immune system destroying not only the formaldehyde that's already present in the body, which is the safe amount for and that's in present in pairs, but it actually destroys your immune system and any other um healthy cell in the body, which uh, causes um uh, cancer. It causes um reproductive issues, respiratory issues, and I uh, want to make people aware that a lot of these ingredients are banned in other countries. It's actually banned in Europe um, to use formaldehyde in vaccines, as well as monosodium glutamate, which is known as MSG. So if if the government over there thought it so much to ban these toxic ingredients in their countries, why is it still being allowed to use here? Okay. So as I said before, if anyone tuned into my last lecture, we have to be the agents of our own foods. We have to be the agents of what goes into our body because these vaccines are approved by the FDA, which is an agent to protect us and to check the safety and efficacy of foods and drugs that are being approved on the market. So if the FDA has approved this and we have already um, I already have talked about the ingredients and in the vaccines and, and these and its daily concoctions, you know, who can we trust? We have to think for ourselves. We have to do some critical thinking. Question everything. Okay, the media banks on our ignorance. This is why they are allowed to get away with well, what they have been getting away with for so long. Okay, so question everything. Okay, so so those are some of the ingredients that I wanted to touch on. Uh, you can find more, than, more in the book, but that's some of the ingredients that I wanted to touch on. Okay, okay so another thing this is the last one i'm just going to wrap it up the alternatives that you can uh, do to combat the flu okay so as i said before flu is uh based upon one's lifestyle based upon one's diet um if they exercise and not how good their blood is circulating okay so um some of the things that you can do is when the seasons change Start making concoctions, you know, get your lemons and your pineapples and um, ginger and garlic. I drink ginger every single day, preferably after each meal to help with digestion. But I drink ginger uh, tea every single day, you know. So if you do these things every day, you'll find that you won't get sick. You won't get the flu, okay? And then one of the things that I um do each day is I juice and I make flu shots, nature's flu shots. So what I do is I buy two ounce cups. You can get it from... Um, Your local Walmart or um, Michaels or any store like that. It's like two ounce little condiment cups. And what you'll do is you, if you have a juicer, you need a juicer. Anyone who doesn't have a juicer, please invest in a juicer. That is going to save you. It's going to save you. And what I do is I juice um, pineapples. I juice ginger. Uh, and I put some cayenne pepper in there with um a little bit of garlic, depending. But I do put, I use garlic. Um sometimes especially if uh the sickness is you know very severe, I'll put uh, garlic in there and a little honey. You mix these all together, you take this every single day about I do about four shots a day, you know it's like uh, eight eight ounces, and you take it until the symptoms subside and you can even take it every day even if you don't have symptoms just to keep your immune system up and highly functioning. Okay, so that's some of the alternatives that you can do. Juice every day, eat your greens, your fruits, your vegetables, all of that. Do all of that. You know, drink a lot of water. Um and just eat well so you can be well. Okay? You are you determine, you know, whether how well you are and um whether you get disease um or anything like the flu. Okay? So I can read the recipe off just to just to make just to make it clear nature's flu shots so a juice of six lemons one bulb of garlic two teaspoons of ginger powder or you can use uh fresh ginger i use fresh ginger you can do about i do about three or four thumbs but just do it to taste whether it's too uh peppery or not uh two tablespoons of honey or you can use agave. For my Sabians out there, you can use agave. Or people who are vegan, they don't want to use uh, honey. I use uh, raw manuka honey. Um, okay, so you can do manuka honey. Um, three cups of pineapple juice and a, a pinch of cayenne. Okay, so you mix all of these up. You blend all these ingredients. You put them in little shot cups. So you can drink it straight up in an 8-ounce cup. Store it in the fridge, and you can do this until the uh, symptoms subside. Or, like I said, you can uh, take it every day just to make sure that you have a highly functioning immune system. So, um, that's one of the things that we can do as alternatives. Um, you know, that's and that's one of grandma's old recipes. You know, we're on look to the elders for these remedies, okay? Because they have the key. You know, there were no flu shots when we used to get sick. It was nothing but some soup. And some ginger, okay? So, you know, we have to start looking back to nature and back to um our ancestors and our elders to uh, heal us once more. So, that concludes the episode of the misconception of the flu shot. This is Next Generation Hope. Thank you for tuning in. And peace. We'll be back soon. Peace and love. Thank you so much for tuning in. I don't want to write this down I don't want to tell you how I feel right now I don't want to take no time to write this down I don't want to tell you how I feel right now Hey